Have you ever really tried to recover from the end of a relationship, a courtship, or a friendship? You may be listening and might be going through this right now. I saw something profound a couple of minutes ago, which made me immediately hop to do this episode. And it's talking about how to protect your peace while you work on the healing process. So if you're with it, stay tuned. Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. Hey, there are some things that you need to consider while you're going through the healing process. When it comes to dating and relationships, when relationships ends, courtship ends, if you were attached to that person in some sort or fashion, regard, it doesn't matter how strong the bond was, it can be challenging to detach and to walk away, right? And sometimes you go through things. You go through the normal and regular emotions of a person dealing with a heartbreak or a heartache. No one can tell you how to go through your healing process, but I want to use this episode to share with you some things that you should watch out for and consider some things that you may be aware of, some things that you may not in order to help you as you go through your healing journey. I heard a guy say once, and I felt that this was very, very profound. I've also seen posts similar to this as it relates to what not to do. (laughs) But this one in particular really hit home. and, And the guy basically stated that while you're on your healing journey, your healing process from a relationship, especially one that was toxic, right? Or maybe just a, a relationship that ended that you did not want to end. When you're dealing with the turmoil of accepting things as they are, it is best not to allow them access to you. And that is so key. That is so important. That is so profound, especially if you still have feelings for the person, regardless if you're willing to accept the fact that things are over. Sometimes seeing them, seeing their text message, hearing their voice or just hanging out can bring up feelings of nostalgia that can really and truly impact your ability to see things and accept things for what they are. If any of you guys have ever hung out with an ex after the relationship was over uh, or hung out with a person you were dating and you guys decided to be friends, sometimes it can make you wish and think and maybe even hope. It may even give you false hope that things are going in the right direction to where maybe, just maybe, the relationship or courtship wasn't that bad. That maybe, just maybe, you guys could work it out down the line. And though that might be true, if your objective is to completely and truly heal, 
then there's really no need to try to circle back. When you are going through your healing process, that means that there are there is a struggle there. There are some things that you are trying to resolve and trying to accept while you are trying to move on with your life. Everyone's journey looks different, just like every relationship is different. But if you are really working on truly healing yourself, one key thing to do is really and truly create that space that you need. Sometimes that space allows you to step back and look at the relationship for what it was. Often we romanticize how wonderful this person was while truly ignoring the parts of their personality, the interaction, the courtship or the relationship that really and truly was not beneficial. I want to give you some things to consider as it relates to healing or the healing process after a breakup. When things end, we can all, you know, agree that it can leave us feeling lost, hurt, disappointed, and sometimes even slighted. And as far as our emotional well-being, it can knock you off a little bit just a little off track, regardless if you're the one that made the decision or not. And even in cases in which you were completely blindsided or even ghosted, the healing process can be a little (laughs) exhausting. But I want to tell you these few things. Number one, do not suppress your emotions. It's crucial. It is very crucial to allow yourself to feel the emotions that are associated with this type of experience. You may feel sadness, anger, right? Or even relief. Allowing yourself to feel these emotions, do so without judgment. Now, trying to bury them is only prolonging your healing process. That denial thing is a huge thing. And though we can act and put on a front in front of people that we're good, that's fine. That That's completely fine. But when it comes down to when it's just you at night at 3 o'clock in the morning because you can't sleep. When it comes to your friends reaching out and and asking you how you feel and you act like you are fine even though you are really and truly broke up on the inside do not suppress your emotions in safe spaces number two you want to avoid reckless behavior and that is you know a lot of times people fall into the trap of going to substance abuse in order to ease their pain, right? Be it drugs, be it alcoholism, they look at a way to ease the pain. Sometimes it, it, sometimes people start eating extremely unhealthy or binge eating. Another type of reckless behavior is hopping into another relationship quickly. 
Now, that doesn't mean that if you're ending a relationship and you're done with it and you're ready for the next or you were dating someone and you moved on. I'm not talking about you making a decision to move on. I'm talking about while you are working on healing from what just occurred. A lot of times people hop into casual flings right after the end. You know, and those flings or relationships or one-nighters, rebound type of situations may give you a temporary satisfaction and cause you to have a little bit of distraction from what you're feeling. But it often leads to more confusion and emotional turmoil. Take the time to really and truly self-reflect and heal before diving into something new. And it's so important to understand that because there are times in which you may have ran into people or you may have met a person you really, really thought they were awesome, but they were still attached to their ex. Right? And a lot of people have been out there as a as a, you know, a backup option and didn't even know it. Or a rebound and didn't even know it. So don't get out there (laughs) until you are healed. And sometimes people jump out there and they say, you know what, I don't want nothing serious. I just want a fling. And those people end up getting emotionally attached. So don't be reckless with yourself like that. The next thing to watch out for is social media stalking. Do not do it. Don't type in that name. If you have that name in your history on any social media platform, go ahead and delete it out of your search history. The only thing that I suggest that you do, because a lot of people ask, should I block? It's up to you. I'm the type of person that I'm like, I'm super freaking fabulous. I'm not blocking. No, I'm not going to anybody's page to find them, to block them, unless they are exhibiting, you know, um, behavior (laughs) that's detrimental to me. There's no need to block. I do unfriend. I do unfollow because I don't necessarily have a desire or need to be connected in that way. Stalking on uh, social media, like constantly checking their profiles or seeking information about their life can be detrimental to your healing and your mental well-being. The next one is to avoid isolation. You know, while it's essential to give yourself alone time to process things, isolating yourself from your friends and loved ones especially for extended periods of times, can intensify the feelings of loneliness and sadness. So make sure that you are reaching out to your support system, your friends, your family. And it doesn't always have to be about you or what's going on with you as it relates to the end of this, but just having that interaction around and with people that genuinely care about you is essential. So no isolation. Number five, do not overanalyze. Do not overanalyze. It's easy to continue to replay conversations in your head that you've had 
uh, or replay, you know, instances that occurred in the past. I want you to know that it can be mentally exhausting. Now, I'm not saying it's not important. In fact, it is important to reflect, um, but not to the point of obsession. Sometimes relationships simply, they just run their course. And it's okay to accept it. In conclusion, I want you to understand these few things as I do a recap. Number one, if you're healing from the ending of their relationship, like you're in counseling or you're reaching out to your, you know, your 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 trusted friends and your support group, if you're having a hard time coping and dealing with the way things are, it is best not to allow them into your space. That could be indefinitely or until you are completely healed from them in the relationship. Number two, do not suppress your emotions. Number three, avoid reckless behaviors such as rebounds or substance abuse. Number four, do not stalk them. And number five, avoid isolation. Isolation. You want to make sure that you avoid isolation at all costs. So there you have it, a, a episode on what not to do when you're trying to heal after a breakup or the end of a relationship or courtship. I want you to remember this, protecting your peace after disappointment is a process, but it's okay to stumble along the way. But being mindful, these pitfalls can help you navigate through this journey more smoothly. And with that, this is D, and I'm out. Bye. That concludes this episode of Dating While Black. I want to thank everyone who has supported this podcast, who sent emails to info at datingwhileblackpodcast.com, <laughs> as well as those of you who visit the sites and attend the events that we have, both the paid ones as well as the free ones. If you have any episode ideas, we're open to them. Check out the website at datingwhileblackpodcast.com. Bye.